Hello. Hello and welcome back to The Collective, your spiritual sounding board, your favourite podcast for all things self-help, law of attraction, manifestation, self-development and we are delighted to be bringing episode five to you. Episode five already? I know. We say that every time. I know, well, I when, when are we going to be like episode 112? I can't believe it. I know, everyone's <laughs> going to be like, have a day off this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we thought we'd just have a nice, easy episode today, if that's okay. Um, I'm Amy. And I'm Jess. In case you're new here. And we are a couple of besties from Birmingham who have launched this podcast really just because we love this topic. Yeah. And our intention is to spread the word, putting it very simply. Um, and we realised that if, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes yet, the past couple have been um, quite content heavy, that the really have things that have got you thinking hopefully so we thought we would just do a nice easy bit of a lighter episode today where you get to know us mm-hmm. a little bit better um I realized that we haven't really delved too much into our lives just yet so you might have some questions um yeah. I mean you might not you might not care but <laughs> um we thought we'd do it anyway so let us know what you think um and yeah we just thought we would break up probably what is going to be another content heavy episode for next week <laughs> let's be honest is, is what we do with something that will be a bit more fun i suppose yep just have a little chat because this is what we do and this is where the collective was born from is that me and i have these conversations usually obviously they're a bit more drilled down we'll have a specific topic on our life or we'll, we'll be going through a you know an issue or something happy will be happening happy will be happening yeah um and we will you know voice note each other or we'll go for a coffee and we sort of debate these things out and we talk about them and what we've learned from them and all of these sorts of things and this is just what we do for fun anyway we thought why the hell not share it with an audience exactly so without further ado let's dive into today's episode if you're new here i'm amy i am one half of the collective we are the founders of what we we hope to grow into a brand a group a a collective if you will of uh, people who are into this kind of stuff all things self-help self-development that kind of stuff and i mean at the moment we don't actually have a rigid plan we, we know we've got goals and stuff in mind but we are also trying to balance that with you know what will be will be and yeah. whatever comes will just come as and a result of this podcast being in alignment i think yeah. that's that was one of the main things for us almost like a bit of a test run for a business i'm sure there are businesses out there that are i mean it's it's funny to even say business because this doesn't feel like a business because no. it's just a stick we have so much fun I doing know. it i actually feel like i'm at work to be right <laughs> i mean we've just um recorded another episode and then had a quick 20 nugget mackies break so we're clearly working so hard <laughs> if you listen really to, hard if you listen to last week's episode jess did mention 20 nuggets so you know we just obviously couldn't resist that's just what happened so um yeah don't judge us we were drawn to it yeah we manifested it if you will yeah. um so yeah i'm amy i'm 30 years old um which to be honest i've been 34 i don't know over six months now or something I really should be more used to that than I am, mm. but here we are. You know, it's taken me 
bit longer to realise my age starts with How do you three. feel about being 30? Like, how has 30 been? Do you know what? I'm actually really glad for asking that because when I was 29 and I was, like, approaching turning 13, it was that, like, stretch of time leading up to it, I really didn't feel sort of any type of way. Um, I didn't feel like it was this thing that I should be dreading or, you know, a lot of people do do that. A lot of people put a lot of pressure on their, their 30s, don't they? Like turning 30, they'll have like a... I mean, our friend Meg, I'm sure, I know she won't mind us saying, she had like a bit of a list of things to do by the time she was 30 and like we were all heavily involved in that list, weren't we? Yeah, did go to America with her for two weeks just for the purpose of fulfilling her goals. Obviously, <laughs> no other reason. What a good friend. Um, so yeah, look, I, I, don't, I don't feel like I felt that kind of thing about it. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's because I've just been working on myself a lot quite a while now. I don't know, but like... I had this compelling feeling to just... Like, I actually felt really happy to be turning 30. Yeah. Like, really content and settled in my ways and mm. settled with who I am and more comfortable with myself. And I worry, was worrying far less about what people thought of me and things like that, you know. And I was letting a lot of things that I would have previously allowed to, to cause me stress in my life mm. they've kind of just sliding off my back I, I, I do feel like I've become a lot more well-rounded yeah and I think like 29 was a very transformative year for you anyway with yeah. having Vinay wasn't yeah. it so I think yeah. maybe you'd already done that work in becoming a mum yeah so becoming 30 was then just another thing to add to that list anyway like it was another new part probably and then since I've turned 30 don't get me wrong I still feel all of those things don't get me wrong but I am a mum, so I haven't, I've got nothing else to compare it to, I suppose, you know, it's, I've turned 30 and I've also had the, um, the journey of being a new mum, which, which is a wonderful, wonderful journey, um, not without its challenges, but the right type of challenges, you know, like it's, it's not, it's not bad, you, you won't hear me talking about shit, uh, talking about shit talking shit about motherhood sorry um you might hear me talking about but yeah you won't hear me talking shit about it because I'm I'm just not here for that like I, I got to a point where like when me and Ollie decided we were gonna have a baby it was the right it felt right it felt wholeheartedly the exact right time to do that and I I feel as though you know Vinny is a physical manifestation of our love and our relationship yeah. and he brings nothing but joy and light to our lives so yeah. and everyone everyone around yeah. him <laughs> brings joy to my life and Tim's life too yeah. like it's not just he's a happy little soul I feel very blessed very grateful for him he's he's on the whole quite a chill baby I mean he, he's a Gemini he's uh strong-minded he knows what he wants mm. but <laughs> He also lets us know that, so you know, in the ways that he can. So I'm, um, I'm okay with that. You know, my favourite thing about him is how ticklish he is, <laughs> and because he's ticklish in the exact same spots that I am, so I know just where to. Like you, sometimes you only have to put your finger there, yeah, yeah, and he just instantly like crumples off and I just know. starts laughing. The anticipation is the best yeah. thing for me. I just love it. Um, but yeah, so if you are new here, I have a, I have a. He's actually eleven months old today, yeah. so I was about to say ten months old, but he's not. He's eleven months old, and yeah. I feel like time is a thief, and it's yeah. just slipping away from me. But um, yeah, so I have a nearly one year old. Oh my god, I'm just a mini sick. Um, and I have pretty much been doing that for the past <laughs> year of my life, um, among some other things. So. I have my own business. I am a hair extensionist and I've been doing that for nearly five years now. 
and I have met some wonderful people through through that stream of income, if that's what you want to call it. Um, and it's taught me a whole lot about my life and what I want from life and what I don't want from life, mm-hmm. um, if I'm being honest. I will forever be grateful for the lessons that that business has taught me. And yeah, I, I'm still a hair extensionist. I still, I still do that actively throughout my week. Um, I've been doing that really since Finn was quite small. A uh, hard lesson that I learned was when I was pregnant, I was very much like, oh, you know, it's going to be fine if if he's a newborn baby. I can just go back to work at like two weeks or something ridiculous and like put him in the Moses basket beside me and he'll just sleep, newborns just sleep all day, don't they? And I'll just carry on working. But um, although you won't hear me talking shit about motherhood, you also won't hear me talking shit about birth. But at the same time, it is gnarly. <laughs> it's really fucking gnarly. So um, to, to go back to work that soon was definitely a bit of a wake-up call for me um I think I think I had a lot of four weeks off or something and then I I went back to work and it's been a really big learning curve for me about balance Mm -hmm. and um you know how as I say what I want from life and what I don't want from life like my baby is growing up so quickly before before my eyes and I don't want to miss out on that so I probably I don't work as hard and as fast as I used to on my hair extension business I'll be honest I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you there because I feel like that's a limiting belief that you have. Okay. I feel like, you know, I I know you so well. You do work. You do work really hard. You just don't work as often or as much. And I feel okay. like, yeah. and this is a block I have, which I think is very easy to recognise. And I'm sure, like so many people listening to this, will that they think that if they're not working every hour, God sends. If they're yeah. not absolutely shattered, yeah. that they're not working hard enough. You're working very smarter. True. Yeah. You're working differently, but that doesn't mean you're not working hard or that yeah. that work isn't going to be successful. Yeah, that's very true. And this, to be honest, the fact that you brought this up is all part of the story I've been telling myself since since I had him. You mm-hmm. know, like, you, you fall pregnant and you're like, okay, well, when the realisation hits that you are going to become a parent, mm. you very much... Your priorities shift. Yeah, and you, you need so to provide different. with for this child, you know, like, they, they need to eat. <laughs> like, you need to... And, and you've got some... You've got some ideals and then you've got their their basic human needs that you need you absolutely need to meet and all the ideals you also really want to meet. So you almost catapult yourself into this work mode. I mean I, I certainly did anyway. And I've I do listen to like parenting podcasts and like other self-development podcasts and stuff. And a lot of them talk about, you know, in pregnancy and stuff, it should be a a time for mindfulness and you should really slow down and all of this sort of stuff. But I, I just couldn't do that when I was pregnant. And don't get me wrong. I, do, I don't know if you'd agree with this, Jess, but I do think I was the most chilled I've probably ever been in my life when I was pregnant. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I do agree. I, yeah. I feel, I such remember it. Yeah, yeah. I remember it being such a chill time, but that didn't mean I, it doesn't mean, sorry, that I lessened my work any, because yeah. I suppose I had this feeling of, well, I, I need to have this, this backup plan. And I had a bit of a thought in my brain that, you know, I probably wasn't going to go back to, um, a part-time job that I that I had at the time so I was running my business alongside a part-time job that I had that I really really enjoyed by the way um and you say part-time like you wasn't there every day sometimes for full weekends yeah it, it, it was part-time in contract but I don't think in brain space no it, or... it, it absolutely wasn't no uh, it was in event management so as you can imagine there are you know events happen on the weekends and things like that so but I but I did love it I really it was scratching an itch for me that perhaps my business wasn't 
Mm. Um, but I also recognised that there had to come a time where, ha- where I'd have to jump into self-employment with both feet. And it felt logical to do that after I'd finished my maternity leave, really. But I was going to do that in the most respectful, honest and open way that I could w- with my employer at the time. Um, so I feel like I've gone off on a tangent, to be honest. I was here for it. I was. Oh, okay. I forgot we were recording. Yeah, okay. I was just sitting here listening. <laughs> oh, okay. Hopefully, everyone else feels like that as well. But, um, um, but yeah, so I, I suppose I've had a lot of life learnings over the past year of my life because um, I have I have now quit that job. Like I'm not uh, going back there, um, and I am fully self employed, as it were, and I I, I am business owner first and foremost that that is that is what I do but I suppose a big lesson that I've learned over the past nearly year of my life is just all about balance like it's really the most life-changing way of catapulting you into learning that lesson you know like there is nothing better on this planet to teach you balance like having a child Mm. um yeah I feel like I've lost my train of thought I'm here for it being 30 that is what we were talking about <laughs> um we do do this a lot we go yes, off on a bit sorry. of a ronnie corbett and go around the houses and then forget and come back and but that's part of the journey that's yeah. part of us we want to be as authentically us as possible don't yeah. we <laughs> i hope you like that you know? our, um, our editor jack i know we mentioned him a few times hi jack um i'm sure he gets so sick of us i know probably heard <laughs> the story these... like 97 yeah <laughs> um but yeah in conclusion to your question <laughs> i turning 30 I have never felt more content more happy despite the fact that I also have challenges but I feel like I'm the best communicator I've ever been yeah yeah I would agree yeah having known you since like 11 yeah I would 100% and I think not even just in terms of like like even just in terms of our friendship yeah like I feel like we have you know because relationships aren't linear are they like I'm a big believer that soulmates are your girlfriends. Like, that, yeah. that it's not just a romantic partner. Like, yeah, that yeah. soulmates are... I agree with that. Are, are you all, like, best friends? And we are so lucky that we have another two to, to, like, add to our tribe as well. Yeah. Which is amazing. But, obviously, that means you can go through some hard times and you rub people up the wrong way. And that is one of the things that I love about our relationship is that we have got, through the bad times, we have then got so good at pulling each other up and yeah. holding each other to it's account when true. we've done something to upset the other or yeah. just acted in a way that isn't authentic to us yeah. like you're so good and I hope I'm the same for you of being like Absolutely. why have you acted like that you don't want that you don't yeah. mean that so why are you doing this or yeah you can choose differently like stop yeah. this I, I know Jessie's gonna call me out on something because she changes her tone of voice <laughs> do and I, I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she'll be like um okay no stop what you're doing yeah what do you think you're doing it's like, you know... She's, okay, now. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I've made mum mad or something, you know, she's going to count to three. Um, and actually, like, a little side note, there was, there was a period of time where me and Jess didn't talk, yeah. like, nearly a year or something. Yeah, it was even longer. It was 18 months. Not was it really? Counted, really? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, we, I don't know if we delve into the reasons why during this episode it's meant to be a light one. Right. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I'm so glad it happened. Oh, my God, now. yeah, I'm so like, glad it happened. It was so glad. Going back to that your friends being your soulmates like it was worse than any breakup I've ever gone through yeah, like yeah. that that time we weren't speaking because we are the people the, per- the people to each other yeah. that when something good bad indifferent happens we- you go you yeah. want to share um it's three 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 as I've just said that which is support and guidance it usually is. in in our lingo and um 
Like it, it, it is worse than a breakup, but that that situation of us not speaking and not having each other in our lives came about drastic change for both of us individually. Huge. Like, because I think we were a bit of a crutch for each other. And we, I would agree well, with I would that. say you were a crutch for me, definitely, and I, I sort of didn't face things on my own when I could yeah, have done. I would agree with that. Yeah. And it made us a communicator, and I, I know that is why the collective is going to be a success because we do communicate very clearly we're not yeah. afraid to do those things yeah. like it's made us better friends which has made us better business partners it has it has and then doing things like getting a business bank account together yeah it feels scary because <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you know you can trust them wholeheartedly it's fine yeah um i mean not that i ever didn't trust you no but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> we're not going bad though <laughs> yeah um but yeah like during that time where we didn't speak here, here's a bit of like a we were sort of for, for you actually Mm. so like I was going as Jess just said like it kind of catapulted huge change in our own lives and at the time I was working for an insurance company and I really thought that insurance company was going to be like my whole life I really thought I was going to have my career there I was going to stay mm. there until I retired and I was going to have this huge pension and that was going to be that you know I was really in the nine to five rat race I was fully consumed by the corporate world and when you know life didn't happen that way um as I expected and there was a time where so during that time where Jess and I weren't speaking Jess and Tim went traveling mm-hmm. um to Asia yeah like, so, so we're, we're south Asia, 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 yeah. South East Asia actually in Thailand in Fifi at the time oh, okay Fifi if anyone's been is the most beautiful place in the world okay but I was going through a pretty hard time without me even realizing it and I was I remember it so vividly so at this point we had had no communication for sort of 10, 11 months. It was a really, really long time. And I was sitting in a tiny little private hostel room with Tim, with a balcony. And I just said to him, I just had this feeling and I was just like, I think something's wrong with him. And I feel like I should text her. And he was was so surprised. Obviously he was like, okay. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make the first move. Like, you know, we're not talking. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Anyway, by day three... I must have said it so many times that Tim turned around to me and went, Jess, if you want to text her, just text her. <laughs> you're doing my idea. Yeah, you're doing my in. <laughs> I know you want to text her and I know the person you are. You're a good person, so go and do it. And I, I it was just a few days before our birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I it think was. it was. Because yeah. I am's birthday was the day before mine. And I just texted te- text you and just said, hi, bit weird. But I just thought I'd check in yeah. and see I, how I you feel were. like something's not okay. Yeah. Um, and I received that text like about 10 minutes after I put the phone down with who was my boss at the insurance company at the time. So just for a bit of context, I was off sick at this at this moment in time. Like my mental health was all over the gaff. And um I was sat in a I think I was sat in a car wash. I know that's really weird. I was obviously in my car in the car wash um but yeah really weird I think I'd like tried to get out of the house for like you know half an hour or something and um I was sat at the car wash and I just put the phone down with my boss and we'd had a bit of like a catch-up call about like my sick note and whatever and to be honest my boss was a knob um we didn't get on uh, sorry if you're listening um <laughs> but if, I don't think you'll listen to be honest I think you felt exactly the same about me if I'm being honest but um yeah we just didn't get on and he had been quite rude to me on the phone and really didn't make me feel any better about the situation because you know I at that time I hadn't done much self-development I, I was itching to get back to that place of mm. comfort that place of 
nine to five rat race where you know what I knew and what was comfortable to me and I, I now know with the benefit of hindsight that it was it happened as it was supposed to because I wasn't supposed to go back there but anyway I digress so I have put the phone down with, with this uh, conversation with my, with my boss and um, I think I was not crying or something I have a small breakdown in the in the car and um you will hear me throughout the throughout the life of this podcast you will hear me at some point talk about a bird mm-hmm. and the bird is a pied wagtail um if you don't know what that is look it up um and you will you may have seen them before you may not have done they're usually in car parks they're, yeah they usually live yeah, on like right. urbanized areas yeah. and um and as the name suggests like they literally bob their tail up and down yeah, so you, do. you can see them yeah they're <laughs> a really they've got a really long tail and the, the pied version is, you know, means black and white. Um, so it's, oh, I think it means black and white. Anyway. Um, I know it does in like dogs and horses and that kind yeah. of thing. So I think it's the same with birds. But I had, I've been seeing pied ragtails for quite some time during the period of time that I've been off sick. And I always saw them when I was supposed to see them. And a, a pied ragtail is actually because i've seen them so many times it's actually the reason why i started to look into the law of attraction um i've actually got them tattooed on me as well i've I've had a tattoo done because it meant that much to me i'll be honest but anyway i was sat in the car crying uh having a breakdown the car wash man probably thought cross (laughs) issues again yeah issues again yeah yesterday what's going on um car's not even dirty um and a pied wagtail landed on the bonnet of my car i didn't know this did you not no no. No, I didn't know this. I thought I told Obviously, you I knew wagtails, but I didn't know it landed yeah. on the car. Like... Landed on the car, on the bonnet. Maybe no. my dog. I, I, don't, I don't know much about the anatomy of hard wagtails yeah. in the sense of, you know, what temperature they can withstand. But yeah. my, it was a warm, like, I well, know it was a warm day because it was like November, but my car had just been washed. Like, yeah, it was quite hot. hot yeah, you know, steaming. Like, quite steamy, yeah. Um, but it landed on the bonnet and just looked at me through the windscreen. And I was like, you know, it was transfixed. Like, like, I was... Yeah, I took a bit. sharp intake of breath and I you had no words. I was literally, could not get my breath. Um, and then you text me. No, why? At that time. Huh. And I was like, okay, well, this is probably worth exploring. And I think yeah. I text you back something along the lines of... No, I'm not. I'm, I really can't believe you've sent yeah. me because I'm not okay. I yeah. can't believe you're on the yeah. other side of the world. Yeah. You've picked up the signal. Yeah, you knew telepathically that something was wrong with me. Mm. And, and it was spoke. just a feeling. Like, it wasn't... I hadn't seen anything. Like, you you know, you know I'm by now. She doesn't really put much on social media. It's not like you've been posting anything. Like, mm. it was just a feeling. Like, it was in my gut. I was like, I just know something's not right. And it, it was, like, it was Tim. If, I don't think if Tim had pushed it. Yeah. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, hon. Yeah. Um, we love you. Yeah. But, uh, I know. It is nuts. And, like, from there, really, I, we ha- like, we, when you were back home. Yeah. You were back home soon after that, weren't you? Like, just before Christmas. So, so I, remember, yeah. I remember sort of, like, having a chat and... You know, we had a few texts back and forth, but obviously different time zones. And then me sort of having that conversation and me thinking, I feel really bad for you, but that's not my life right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah and of course. I'm glad that we can be civil and check in because I think there was a time we, we weren't even yeah. civil. I mean, we're yeah. not. I mean, we're not rude people. Like we've no, never, no, we've no. never shouted at each other. No, but no. you know, it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't feel like I could pick up the pick up the phone and call. And then it was then on my birthday that you messaged and said, like, would you be up for meeting and. We met, didn't we? And it was literally like as soon as we we went to Chiquitos. Yeah, we did go to Chiquitos. As soon as like, I sat, and I was I went in with a 
it's never going to be the same. We'll, ne- we'll never be friends like we were again. And mm. we weren't. It was better instantly. It was better like, instantly. As soon as we sat across the table, yeah. it was like, yeah. this does not matter. Yeah. I, like, we, had a, we had a cry and there was a couple... This restaurant, we went for breakfast and this restaurant was empty and yeah. yet they sat us next to the only other two people in the yeah. restaurant. So yeah. they probably thought... Oh, they need section in what, what is yeah. going on um, but I was just like oh my god you're my best friend I've been such a bitch like you know and, and I just I think it took that kind of level of I have the self-awareness to recognize yeah. I did wrong by yeah, you yeah and say that yeah. out loud to yeah. know that we just we were being stupid like yeah doesn't just, matter yeah these things don't matter just let it go and yeah. just start from here and look I remember seeing our friend Meg uh, recently after that as well and she was like I, I, she didn't bring up the topic that I'd seen Jess. Um, I think you were you living together at the time. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, you were. We would have been. Yeah, yeah. When you just got back from Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she, I could tell she wanted to bring it up. She's smug. She's smug. <laughs> so I was like, "Go on then, ask me whatever it is you want to say." <laughs> and she was like, um, "I know you're back because Jess told me about your meeting and." Uh, <laughs> Okay, so yeah, it was a it was a very poignant point in our friendship, and yeah, I'm really grateful yeah. it happened. Me too. I'm really glad it led us to where we are now. Me too. Which is really good. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Love <laughs> So I guess that leads to me then. So I'm Jess another half of the collective obviously and I am 29 I'm going to be entering my 30s this year too so going to be part of the 30 club I'm very similar to I'm really really looking forward to it like really looking forward to what it brings and I have dedicated the last three four years of my life to being the best version of me or maybe I would reword that discovering what the best version of me feels looks and tastes like because I think I have spent the last 25 26 years of my life reacting to life Mm. and just how do I just not not being intentional not I I don't want to go deep straight away but not being in love with myself or life because of the start I had I guess that sounds so dramatic I had like you know I had such a safe childhood I have a really great family but there are so many things that happened that could have potentially not given me the best start and that were really really tough oh my god I've got deep already I didn't even know this was gonna come out like this listen sorry we, we went for a light episode we tried and we oh, failed no. here we, we are were like, oh yeah this is gonna be a really quick 20 minutes yeah. laughy jokey and we're like what 40 minutes in and we're already talking about childhood trauma great thanks oh god I know but um yeah so there were there were a number of things that happened when I was younger that really started me on a path in sort of early teenage and school year that could have been really dangerous and really detrimental to my life and the way it was going and to others around me um and I don't know how when why something happened when I was sort of 25 ish that meant I had to really stop and take a look at my life Mm -hmm. and 
think of is this where is this what I want to be doing is this where I, I want to go and that was born out of being in a job that I hated going traveling having this best time and sort of discovering and having the actual time space and freedom to just enjoy and just be and it really really just changed the way I look at my life and realize that life is supposed to be fun mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be good but that there is a choice there is a choice in that and I have spent every day since figuring out what that means to me and trying to be unapologetically myself and figure out who that is like and who who I want to be I think I don't know if anyone has been through anything similar where I think there are some very formative years where if you aren't just about all funning and figuring it out that sort of step can get lost and you can do that at any point of your life Mm -hmm. And I am really, I'm going to start by saying, I am really proud of myself. Yeah, you should be. And that's not something I say a lot, but that's that's where I think if I want you guys to get to know me better, that's where I want to start with, that I am sitting here today, 333 again has just popped up, I am sitting here today speaking to you as somebody who loves myself, is really proud of myself, is excited about where my life is going and what my life could be and with some really clear direction and some really fun things that are going to come which is like uh, that might sound so silly to some people but that's a really big thing and a really big hurdle that it's taken yeah. me some time to yeah. to get to and like I I feel like now I'm here I want to scream it to the yeah. rooftops and rightly so yeah. and like you were saying earlier like we were probably a bit of a crutch for each other for a long time and like you know before we had our breakup mm. um, as it were <laughs> um, you probably almost didn't have the the time and the space to, to explore that yeah and they say don't they yeah breakthroughs come from breakdowns yeah. and that that is a, this is a yeah. specific example of that isn't it yeah. because I, I assume I mean I wasn't with you there at the yeah. time but yeah I remember like when we we met up and we started to like rekindle our friendship slowly over time I remember going out somewhere I think we went to um bongo's bingo maybe I don't know if like all our listeners know what that is but yeah. it was like a it's like a boozy bingo night, basically. It's great. It's great fun if you yeah. got me and go. Um, but we went and it, we had a really good time, like with a, with a couple of our other friends. So I did like two, our other two besties, and then like another girl. Um, she joined as well. Didn't we? So it was like a group yeah. of girls, and like we had a we had a like a really good night. But I remember being on that. I don't think I ever, ever said this to you actually, yeah. but I remember being on that night out, and I thought Jess is so different, like yeah. in a good way. But yeah. she's so different yeah. than the last time I went out with her. Like yeah. she's. She's confident, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I only ever remember, you know, us, she'd never go to the bar without me, for no. example. There was, there, was a t- there was a time in my life where I couldn't even, and I mean, I was 15, 16, 17, I couldn't even pay for a drink in a shop. Yeah. Like, it it was, yeah. it was that, like, much of a torment for me. Like, yeah. so, to sit here today with two businesses and mm-hmm. my own home and an exciting life ahead like is such such a big deal and I'm also now at a point in my life that I am so grateful that all of these things in my life have happened like I would I would not change I genuinely hand on my heart 
would not change a yeah, single same here. single thing about it. Even the ongoing issues, like yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't change them because it's you know we believe everything happens for a reason, and not and this to me was a really big part of the collective and and my my story, and it makes me uniquely me. Yeah, yeah. And it makes me so empathic, and it makes me see the world differently. And I I am the person that I want to get to the heart of the issue. Right there and right then. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a nail tech. I have my own business in nails. And I absolutely love it because I sit opposite like-minded people every day for an hour. And I get all of their secrets out. And I yeah. get all to the, the heart of the issue. Yeah. And Because that for me is connection. Like vulnerability for me and talking about that. And that's such a, a big thing for me. And I feel like that's what life has taught me. These, these situations in life have, have brought up for me. That I am a person that is not afraid to talk about the crap stuff that's happened because that's where growth happens and yeah. that's where it goes to show that you're a human yeah. and that's what's really really it's, it's important to me it's yeah. really important and me and you have got so used to speaking in this way mm. that there have been times where we've both tried to like address things with other people or or we or, or just even having what we perceive to be casual conversations yeah. with other people but they're so like in a different place to us and, and yeah which is okay by the way yeah. uh, they don't need to be in the same place as us but perhaps they haven't delved into those sort of limiting beliefs or those blockages that they might have just yet in their life they haven't felt ready to or whatever and again that is fine but maybe that has then stopped us from having like a productive conversation yeah. with them because it then means that we speak in a certain way where we're so open with our feelings. We lay all of our cards on the table straight away. Yeah. And for some people, that's very scary. Yeah. Some people don't like that. It's not for everybody. No. Like, and that's okay. Like, totally. We've but had to learn how to rein it in at the right times. And you yes. always, almost wear different hats for different yeah. groups of people, different seasons, different times in your life, different jobs. You know, you wear different hats for different things. And you have to know, you have to have the emotional intelligence that is required to, to know when to switch those hats over. Yeah. Um, and that's it, like a big part of it. And I, I suppose having beauty businesses, that yeah. is, you know, a, a real oh, skill. 100%. Um, 100%. And like, I'm I'm so proud of my business. So, you know, I've been doing nails for four years um, and nailing it was born out of that sort of dark time of my 25. So very, very similar to AIM. You know, I say we always do these things together, but not realising it. I mm. also had a situation with my previous work after I'd come back from traveling where I was off sick and I'd been signed off and it was really not a good place and my beauty business me doing nails was born out of was born out of that it was a little bit of hope and it was it was never expected to be a business which Mm. is how the universe works in sort of mysterious ways so I remember my doctor saying to me you just literally need to do something positive to keep your mind busy and I went home and on Groupon there was a like a five pound online nail course and I was just like do you know what I love having my nails and I don't really want to be going out the house right now so do you know what that'll just keep me busy and I'll just do my own nails for for the next however long I'm 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 in the house (laughs) and do my own for her and I was living with our other friend Meg at a time I thought she's gonna be happy and um it just literally went from there and in the space from me doing that course to being in the space of six months I was then fully self-employed with with hurdles on the way like yeah. with you know I was an apprentice for a while that was definitely a life lesson and <laughs> I also did another part-time job so I was doing the three so it, it's not been without its challenges 
and it still has its challenges to this day anyone who's self-employed or anyone who works in this industry knows what mm, that's like yeah. but the the message for me for for my business has always been hope and freedom yeah which, which is nice and i think like we get so bogged down in the day-to-day don't we that we don't sort yeah. of zoom out and realize where we've come from yeah. or what we've been so how, how just how far we've we've come absolutely absolutely I mean, like, i've been through a similar thing more recently because my, my boyfriend Ali, he he's i know he won't mind me sharing this because he he's become a bit like us hasn't he like yeah. I don't, he's not as woo woo as we are um he like he's a very rational person you know he likes to understand that the scientific element of something and there are some bits of the woo woo world that he's not um as sure about yet or if ever you know that's totally fine like he's got to work for yeah you, hasn't yeah he? I, I don't 11 11 as i looked at that mm. um as i said that sorry um but yeah, he had a, a similar situation with his old um, his old job that he had. He, he was a manager in in retail, and he, you know, very very literally same story to a T. Just felt really really bad there, and just had horrendous mental health, and was was made to feel like he was the problem. Yeah, and he just he just just so wasn't, and he, I think because I'd already been through it at that time, and. I'd, you know, was was on the path of coming out the other end. I, I mean, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'd like to think I inspired him <laughs> um, and have helped him. I would hope along the way of of doing, of sort of getting to that that place of feeling just 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 happy and content with life. Life is short. Life is so so short. It is over in a flash. And I know that's quite a morbid thought, but you quite literally don't know when your last day is going to be. Yeah. So end each day with knowing that you've had something happy go on in that day you know like yeah. you can't life is too short to be wasting it away in the nine to five rat race in my opinion mm-hmm. um unless that's what's un- un- unless that, yeah. yeah unless you love that by the way like i'm not i'm not here to tell you to quit your job <laughs> um but you know if you're not feeling aligned then i just i think our stories hopefully have inspired you to to do something about it and that's something you know there are infinite opportunities and and possibilities that that could look like to you but for us as just said we wouldn't change the way anything yeah. went no absolutely know? even like the darkest days like i wouldn't go back and reverse yeah, it if it meant i was different to who i am now. yeah no 100%. no i said yeah, i wouldn't 100 percent. so that's i mean that's the the deep stuff i mean I other other than that i have some actually really fun things going on in my life at the moment <laughs> as in i'm getting married this year how exciting which is so weird to say but i yeah i'm getting married to to tim you've heard me speak about him before we've been together for a really long time since we were 16 and we are eloping we are going back to our favorite place in the world which is thailand and we are going to go and get married over there and spend the rest of the time traveling around going to see some places and we're also heading over to Sri Lanka as well. So if anyone has ever been to Sri Lanka and has any recommendations, please, please let me know. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I'm really excited. So that's sort of taking up my world at the moment, figuring out... Well, I, I say it is. I mean, I think I'm probably the most chilled out bride in the world. It's also going to be the most easy wedding yeah. in the history of the world, isn't yeah. it? Because you, that's exactly what you two wanted it to be yeah. you wanted it to be easy you didn't yeah. want anything nope 
difficult. It was e- that was that's the theme, ease and relaxation. Like yeah. we just want to go and have the best time in the best place without the stress, without I've got to do this and so and it like we are literally going to like the Bangkok Embassy Registry Office, getting married and then at a later date saying some like lovely vows and taking wedding photos on our iPhone and people keep saying to me, But why don't you have a photographer? You could have a photographer, you could get a wedding dress shipped over, you could do this and I absolutely could do all of those things, but I don't want to do any of those things and that's been a very big lesson for me in planning a wedding is that there are so many times in life where we do things because we should or because yeah. Other people want us to, yeah. and we don't actually ever spend some time figuring out what we want. And um, you know, my relationship is amazing with such good communicators. It's something that we have spent the last sort of thirteen years building on. It was sort of a core belief of mine and Tim's. I mean, we are opposite in every single way, apart from our morals and beliefs, which yeah, is why I think yeah. we work so well together. Like so. our fundamentals are so are so the same. Um, but we we're so good at checking in with each other and be like, okay, well do we actually want to do this because someone has said it and it's sparked something in our brain or do we actually want to do it and if it's if it's the first one then it's off the list we're not doing it like yeah. we've you know that's yeah. it so we're going there that's happening in, in july so i've got less than three months to go i can't believe that i haven't had my vaccines yet no. <laughs> <laughs> we literally thought about that this morning so we're still still quite up in the air but that's fine and yeah so we We've moved to a beautiful house, which I know I spoke about on last week's episode about manifesting and like, this is just such my happy place and my safe zone and like, my life right now revolves around home and I'm in, I'm entering such a stage in my life where I, my priorities are my family, creating a family with Tim, like being in this beautiful home and I have spent so long, I think, resisting that because... I want to make money. I've got this sort of entrepreneur in me that, you know, we said earlier, didn't we, about you You don't feel like you're working hard yeah, for yeah. The, the extension business. Whereas, so that's that's the thing I'm working on right now is abundance coming to me in mm. all ways, not just from sitting there for 12 hours a day yeah, painting yeah. someone's nails. Like, yeah. that's not a life of abundance that yeah, I want to yeah. live. And I love nails. Oh, sorry for any of my clients listening. <laughs> I will always do your nails. Please don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. But... It looks differently for me now because my priorities are different. Yeah, I'll, I'll feel and that's the same. okay. I'll, f- I'll feel exactly yeah. the same. It, it's like a huge, huge shift that I, I believe comes from. I, I don't actually know where it comes from. Actually, I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna change what I was gonna say there because I don't know if it's a turning thirty thing. I don't know if it's becoming a parent or on the lead up to becoming a parent thing. I don't know if it's something like getting married, something yeah. monumental like that. I don't know if it's any of those things or a mixture of all of those things or whatever, but. I just feel like this is such a lovely time in life where like, and we've got great friends around us and everything, you know, and everybody's just doing life together, yeah. aren't they? And it's, yeah. it's just really, really lovely. Like, we have like a nice tribe around us and I think that contributes to a lot of our gratitude and a lot, a lot of our mm. positive thoughts and feelings that we have yeah. I think people do quite often describe us as very positive people yeah. don't they and we we were always were the group of friends that were a bit different so when we were growing up I think we probably would have been the oddballs I don't know if you would say that I mean we were quite, I would say we were fairly popular we you know yeah. we, we got on okay like we never had any problems we weren't definitely weren't like I was like geeks or nerds but I don't want to say that offensively but yeah. just in terms of stereotypes yeah. you know what I mean but we were doing things different, like we weren't going to parks and drinking, we were sitting at home fingering out 
what our goals were. Mm. Like we, when one of us was upset, even at the age of 14, I remember having like you guys having a bit of an intervention when I was sad and being like, mm. well, what are we going to do to make you happy? Like we were always a group of friends that was so supportive and would, would check in. Yeah, I think we've always had that. I don't know if it's because of our love of Friends, the programme. Maybe. Mine brought us all together. I feel like that's a, like a staple Yeah. teaching of a good, healthy friendship dynamic. Well, although <laughs> I feel like Friends has also potentially broke our friendship, could, could have broke our friendship apart several times because once a year we used to have this tradition called Eve Eve where every Christmas Eve we would get together and have a sleepover and eat food and do presents. It was so much fun and we did that for what like 12 years or something ridiculous yeah and um we would play a board game and the first choice was always friends seen it and i don't know who needs to know this but don't play a board game against amy (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it's true it could be a problem but tim may also say don't play with amy on your team either because that could also be (laughs) i know like, I am really sorry to anyone who's ever like played a game with me or done anything competitive with me because like, I am a bit of an arsehole. Um, I just, oh, sorry, I'm extremely competitive. It's just who I am. I like that. I'm, I'm I want that on sorry. my team. Yeah, I like that on my team. Yeah, That's what I, you need. Let, let's spin it on its head. Glass half full. Right. I, I, I bring the energy. Passionate. I'm passionate. Yeah. I'd visualise the win. Yeah. You want me on your you team? Win. That's you how the action is. I, I mean, I might. Be a bit rude to you in a way, yeah, but but, you know, just know that my intentions are good. Good. (laughs) Um, And if she doesn't win, just leave her alone for about an hour and she'll go road. (laughs) Although, to be fair, I feel like turning 30 definitely mellowed me a little bit because you know, I have to rein that in now. Can you imagine me at sports day? I'm gonna be vile. Oh my god, I don't even think of sports day. I'm gonna be vile, or like if he plays football or something, I'm gonna be like that his football matches. The other mums are gonna yeah. not want to be friends with me. No. Um, but yeah, have we have we shared enough about? Our I think so. Yeah, I mean it's not quite the light-hearted twenty minutes we were yeah, having. Sorry, so, everyone. Yeah, I hope you know a little bit more about us. I hope it, it brought something to your day. I hope there was something in our stories that resonated with you or helped you in some way, wherever you are. Yeah. In that, in in your journey, Absolutely. whether you're at the start of it or you're in that weird transition period, or you're in the celebrating the outcome. Which I yeah. think is where we are now. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, not that we're ever the finished product. No. Always working, always Absolutely. learning. Always. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy about that. I, I don't want to be the finished product. No. I, I want to keep keep growing and, you know, keep working and, and that kind of thing. I don't... I, I, want, I, want to, I want to soak it all up like a sponge, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I hope you've enjoyed. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. It's a... You know, when you share such personal things about your life i mean if if it if it was boring or whatever or you don't you feel like you're just not interested in that then um i suppose we're sorry yeah um, but let us no know offense taken. yeah no offense taken I we mean, know we, we like a chat anyway we yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's been absolutely lovely to share this with you it yeah. feels like a safe space to do that so it's been nice to go through it again it has yeah been nice, nice for us to too. yeah after our 20 nuggets right what a great day what time to be alive um But yeah, I guess we will see you all next week. Yeah, thanks for listening. Have a great day.